Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast. My name is Josh. I am your guest host. So glad to be here today. And I am here with one of my very good longtime friends, the Gavin Espinoza. Gavin, thanks for joining me today. What? up josh love you man josh you and i interviewed together like we were at the same life church interview event over 10 years ago like it feels like 30 feels like 30 years it, it does it does life church years i know it was it was so so long ago and i like so that was that was 10 years ago like last month that we interviewed together yeah but i yeah. i like that you like to point out though that we interviewed the same day but you did start a couple weeks before me yeah I think two days. Like I was June twelfth. Okay, I was June fifteenth. So you started yeah, three days yeah. before me ten years ago, which does make you the longest standing youth pastor <laughs> in Life Church, and and that makes like me that makes me second best. So actually, not second, <laughs> but second length. That. Second, yeah, in length. There we go. Um, yeah, we are not the best. Yeah, we're, we're definitely the not the best. Time. Second length in time. Um, well, hey, um, tell us a little bit about your family, man. Man, it's me, my beautiful wife Natalie. Um, and we have a 15-month-old angel little girl named Lucy. She is a climber, um, mm. and she's recently become a climber. So everything is an opportunity for her to jump and fall and get hurt, and it's pretty exciting, and she loves the attention. So we're having a blast chasing her. Uh, there is no rest, and it is so much fun. She's a little <laughs> bit cray. And we love it. I so. like that you still said it's so much fun. So I'm glad that you're, you know, your head's still there. <laughs> I have three boys right now. There is no rest. And I'm having some moments, man, where it's not fun. All right. And I'm just being honest. I'm just trying to be transparent. Yeah, be yeah, yeah. I like it. About my, like my week, my shortcomings. Um, so, yeah. hey, so tell, tell me how old again, how old did you say Lucy was? 15 months. 15, 15 months. Just over a year. So yeah. tell us this. Have you been pooped on yet? Um. Yeah, absolutely. That just goes with the gig. Yes. That just goes with the gig for sure. I mean, even if I'm not pooped on, you like just trying to, she's a wiggler mm. on the changing table. So it's either me or the wall. And I'd much rather wash my hands and have to scrub <laughs> the wall down. So, uh, oh my yeah. Gosh. When, wrestling alligator right there Listen, to change diaper. when we brought my first son home from the hospital and I changed his diaper at home for the first time. I remember I pulled his diaper off, went to change him, and he peed directly over his own head. He was laying on his back, peed oh, over man. his head into the hallway behind him. And I remember oh, thinking, like, man. that is, first of all, that's amazing pressure. <laughs> and and thinking <laughs> and thinking moving forward, I will be defending myself. Like I I absolutely know better than to get in the way. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. all right, enough about the bodily functions of our kids. Um Hey, so so like we said, we've been, we've been together in youth, in youth ministry for ten years at Life Church. Now, have loved it. We have seen a lot. We've experienced a lot. I'd love for us to have a little bit of fun on the podcast today. Let's so do it. Maybe do maybe do it a little bit different. Rather than picking one particular subject or talk topic and just like talking about that, what I like for us to do is first just share a few things, like maybe some fun stories or like funny things that we've experienced. Maybe 
mistakes that we have yeah. made over the years. Ways, ways we've grown. Possible. Ways we've grown. Ways, yes. Yeah. That's what it is. We've grown. We've been uh-huh. transformed. Uh-huh. Um, and then, and then we'll share like some uh, Q and A, some questions that we've got from switch leaders, and kind of process that together as well. So I'm going to let you go first. Is there any stories or anything that you would share that you'd say, man, this was a growing experience. So this was like a really funny experience. Absolutely. And just going to start this whole segment off with smart people learn from their own mistakes, but wise people learn from others' mistakes. So uh, be the wise person right now. You know, I can remember, um, (laughs) you know, as sometimes in youth ministry, you wear a costume on stage and I'm a bigger fella and um, I squeezed is the most polite way to put it into a Wolverine costume in front of hundreds of students (laughs) Um, Needless to say, you think you're being funny until uh, you realize that your costume is so tight, it might be slightly inappropriate. Um, And so just, you know, I still haven't lived that down and some other youth pastors remind me, but also recognizing if you've got a choice to to wear a costume, look in a mirror, look in a mirror first uh, and just, you know, have someone else give you the thumbs up or the thumbs down. Uh, before oh going my on stage. gosh! Yeah, that's br- that's brilliant. I've I've got one, and I'll let you share another. I um, some of your campuses, you may have done something called a color war before, where we take colored flour, yeah. and um, you know, you basically have a fight with colored flour, and it's a ton right. of fun. Well, years ago, um, the first color war that we had ever done, I you know, kids were excited, promoted it. We had over three hundred students show up for this color war. Like it's it's going to be awesome, right? And it was. Don't get me wrong. All right. It was awesome. Awesome. Okay, it, for was sure. awesome. Yeah. it was an awesome. It was an it was awesome. I yeah. mean, the pictures were incredible. There was not a student remaining that wasn't completely covered mm. in colored mm-hmm. flour That's until good. the moment came that parents come for pickup. And I realized I didn't communicate to parents that we were Oof. doing a color war. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so it's parent pickup time. We're loading kids in their parents' yes. vehicles completely covered in flour. I remember I remember parents actually seeing it turning around and driving home so that they could get towels or blankets to cover their seats oh, with and then man. coming back to get their kids. And uh, I was like, I'm so sorry. And they were like, oh, it's good, man. They just weren't getting in my car like that. I was like, it's awesome. <laughs> Dude, that's yeah, so much fun. Uh, yeah. Also just be just be like careful on when you let other people get on the stage or newer people get on the stage you just want to help them out and coach them up you know i i can remember past interns um making making statements on stage we've been planning a big event uh, for about a month out uh it was for around 30 second theology with commercials so it's always a big sports themed event and he's on stage and he kind of blinks out and forgets everything we've been planning and starts announcing new things. We're going to be grilling hot dogs. There's going to be nachos and chili pie. And I'm like, man, that sounds great, but that's not on our plan. And now you just announced to hundreds of students a completely new plan of what they can expect. So I was like, man, figure it out. So always make sure when you're on stage, it's not a license to come up with creative things on the spot. If you want to plan, work with your team, make sure you're saying true things that are actually planning on happening. We made it happen, so we didn't make him be a liar. Um, but that was definitely a learning opportunity. That's so great. It actually made me think of things I've done myself, and I actually still do sometimes. Have you ever stood on stage like toward the end of the night, and you just had this idea pop in your head, and you just thought it would be awesome to just do, oh, yeah. to do like a glow night next week? 
Oh yeah. You know, like, or, or like next week, it would be awesome. And you just come up with something and you're standing on stage. Like you, you have, there's no preparation. And like, for yeah. me, like I have a, I have a team of, of volunteers that of coaches, like team leaders that specifically help me with planning things. Right. And they right. usually know more about what's going on than I do. And so yeah. when I'm standing on stage and something pops in my head, I'm like, yeah, we're doing glow night next week. Come and that takes on. some preparation, some decorating and I'll be there. And I'm like, yeah, guys, next one's going to be awesome. It's glow night. And I'll look at the back of the room. Yeah. And everybody's cheering. I look at the back of the room and I'll see my coaches just looking at me like their, their jaws dropped. And I walk back there and they're just shaking their heads. Like he did it again. What have um, and you done? I know. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. It's just, but it, they've learned about like that, you know, if you're going to work with me. That's going to happen. I did. Absolutely. I will say I did. Yeah. I did have an intern. Uh, I won't say when I'll just say one time. And I did have an one intern yeah. one to an intern, a, a person who was interning. Uh, mm-hmm. with switch one time uh had a really good um good on stage great energy had done some stuff at other campuses as a as a uh, volunteer and i thought you know what this will be his first opportunity i'm gonna let him lead a game and so he's got the game and the game is like this race relay thing and so there's different parts of it but the end of the game is where they have to they have to drink something really fast and that okay. ends it Right. Well, the kids were kind of tired by the time they got to the end of the game, so they weren't drinking it really fast. And he's like high energy. I mean, this guy's all in it. The crowd's in it. Like he does so – he did such a great job. And I just yeah. remember being like, man, he's killing this game. And then all of a sudden, all I hear in the mic is Uh-oh. he starts going, chug, chug, chug. Oh, and I mean, yes. dude, listen – the entire room full of students are chanting, chug, chug, chug. And I'm just going, I'm like looking down. I look over, the band is sitting next to me because they're about to go on stage and they're laughing so hard. There's nothing I can do at that point. It's not like you can run up on stage and say, no, you will not chant chug. Like you can't, you can't do that. I'm waiting on like a new parent to come running through the back door. Yeah. It was, uh, it was an experience. That's what we'll call it. It was interesting. Is it still it called funny... peer pressure if it's an intern at your church like leading? Is that I don't know. That? Intern I don't know. Pressure, I can tell you. Pastor pressure. They were, they were chugging soda. Okay. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I just yeah, want yeah. that to be clear. Yeah, clear. Yeah. Mountain Dew. Right. It may have even sinister. been water. I don't know. It just right. it was right. nothing bad. Yeah. Oh, you know, man. we all we all learn. Anyway, so, I know I know we have lots of stories. Absolutely, like that. smart and, people learn from their own mistakes, but wise people yeah. learn from others' mistakes. So take what we've it. shared and be wise. Just be wise. We're just trying to help other people grow. Absolutely, be wiser than we are. <laughs> hey, so Gavin, I know that you love youth ministry. There is no yeah. doubt about that. Youth youth ministry is not easy. Um, whether you're a youth pastor or whether yeah. you are um, volunteering as a as a leader in youth ministry and mm-hmm. switch. Um, it's not easy. And you know that by now, if you've been a part of Switch for a while, like youth ministry is difficult, comes with challenging conversations, challenging relationship situations. So to have been in it for 10 years means yeah. that you love it. You're still here, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Like we love what Absolutely. we do. Yeah, we tell, do. Tell me, like, if you had to pick one thing, and I know there's a lot of things, if you had to pick one thing that you'd say, this is my favorite thing about youth ministry, yeah. what would that be? You know, the audience of students is is probably one of my favorite parts of it because the authenticity levels usually are straight up up front. Like they're not trying to hide behind years and years of fake. Now there are a few students who are really doing that, but most of the time you get a student that doesn't um, like something, they don't believe in God, that might be one of the first things that they say, but they're gonna show up every week and still stand there. So it's pretty uh, incredible that you have students that are willing to just be that authentic, that real, um, pretty much from the get-go. That doesn't mean they're going to share and want to open up and, and dive deeper in those things, but they're going to let you know where they stand. And I genuinely appreciate that 
okay, cool. Um, we're not going to have to wait through years and years of, of faking it and let's jump in and let's get messy. So it's messy and it's yep. fun, but God is right there in the realness of it. Um, and so I, I appreciate it. that. I love that too. I, I also love that they're in a seasonal life that they're like, many of them are still like a sponge. Like they're, yeah. they're very much wanting you to help them shape who they will become. And For so sure. not, not that every one of them are. And I know right now there's some switch leaders here in this here. Like, trust me, bro. Mine are not sponges. Like Absolutely. they, they, yeah. they think they have they're, it all figured out and they don't want yeah. anything I have to say. Like they're rock there's walls. some of yeah. Yeah. right, right. There's some of that, but I'll tell you what, there's a lot of adults that are that. And, um, and in, in youth ministry, we get to see a lot of students who are going, no, like you're, you're it. Like I trust yeah. you and, yeah. and I want you to help lead me. And so I love that we get the opportunity to do that in a, in a huge time in their life where, where there really will be some roads that they make some decisions. And, and, and you and I have been in this game for a while. It was over 10 years at Life Church in full-time mm-hmm. ministry. And the thing about those rock wall students is it's years down the road when you were swore they didn't know anything listen to anything you ever told them but they soaked in so much of the love so much of the principles that you share like they weren't even paying attention that night but for some reason it stuck on to their heart and in their spirit and god brings it back into their life at the right times so for all you leaders that are there and feel like my kids are those brick rock walls not soaking it in just because they're not telling you they're not soaking in doesn't mean god's not doing the work so be encouraged continue on the faithfulness uh, for two guys, I've been in for a while. Man, we can't tell you how many stories we've seen students come back like that one got all of that, and I would never have guessed uh, that they were yep. paying attention. Yep, for sure. Hey, so switch over the years has changed a lot, and we've got mm-hmm. to see that. Um, but not everyone that listens to this, listens to this podcast has got to experience that, right? So, right. Um, we, you know, we've really got to see tons of change, and um, I would love to hear from you. Do you, when you look at the change, so in, mm-hmm. in, in your time being here, when you look at that change that has happened over the years, do you look and go, Hey, this, this has been changed for the better. Right. And then, and then if so, in what ways is it different? Like what, in what ways is switch different now from, from the time it was when we started? Absolutely. I think when we first started, we were on the front end of just over 10 years ago. I think it was 11 years ago where we really went into a small group student ministry to where it just decided, all right, we're not just going to be a huge party every night, but we're going to start implementing small groups. So we're kind of like on the pioneering stages of, all right, now how do we change the giant party? It's actually having small groups, not just not doing it, not even doing it well, but just, all right, let's start having small groups uh, as a part of our, our ministry. And that's kind of when we jumped in full time. Uh, and so there's still a lot of that party DNA and, and kind of figuring that out. Now you were sharing a bunch of stuff. Uh, even before we got on this phone call. So why don't you kind of walk us through some of the the, th- the changes that you love? Because I'm going to, I would steal your yeah. answers, but you said it so perfectly. Yeah. No, I, I think, um, well, first of all, you make a great point because I do know that we went from, uh, and I was a student, right? Like I grew up as a student in Switch. Yeah. And I remember as that transition was happening, we did, we went from this like, hey, let's throw a party every week to let's make sure small groups are happening right here in the building. A hundred percent of the students that attend switch will be in a small group. We realized that is so important, but we did it and tried to keep the party aspect right for a long time. It was like, I, it was almost like in our heads, we were like, no, we can do both. It can be, it can be a crazy party every week, bring in as many new kids from the community as possible. And we are somehow miraculously going to connect with every one of them, right? Like it yeah. was this very, yeah. it was this very, um, well, it was, it was a learning season where we were going, 
hey, we're going we're gonna, to like adapt and adjust. And we know that it is important that we begin to have better relationships. And then as the years went on, we realized, hey, it's it's going to be really challenging for us to, um, and really challenging for small group leaders to develop deep relationships with students when we are bringing, when we're throwing a huge party that is bringing in a hundred kids who have never been here every night. When in reality, those hundred kids weren't sticking, right? Yeah. Like the, the next yeah. night, they were just going to the next party at the next church, right? And so. So we realized then, okay, it doesn't mean we're not going to have fun. We're still going to have mm -hmm. fun. It's youth ministry. Like we're going to have water balloon fights and we're going to have these color wars. Like we're going to sure. have theme nights and we're going to throw parties and do glow nights. And like, we're going to have all that stuff. We are still going to have fun, but our priority, our focus is going to be that we get students in relationship with a community. Like we want them to feel like I know my small group leader. I know the other students in my small group. There is some consistency here. We absolutely are evangelical. We want yeah, new students coming through the door, for sure. but, but we recognize that there were students in our church who were not attending our youth ministry because mm -hmm. they didn't feel like there was a place for them to belong. Mm -hmm. And we thought, man, that's a, that's a problem. Like there's students on the weekend who are going, yeah, that youth ministry of my church, it's not for me. It's for all yeah, the other It's for the kids that thought, don't know that's, Jesus or, yeah. Right, right. And, and, and in our heads are going, no, that's absolutely right. Like we want the kids who don't know Christ and aren't churched here, but we definitely recognize that we better make sure that we are helping, um, in, in, you know, pour spiritual growth into the right. students who are here, like protect yeah. the house first. And so we sort of took a shift in that mentality and made sure that we had an opportunity to see them grow. And I love, I, I so respect where we came from and how we switch was and we grew and we continued to bring in students that never yeah. went into the doors. And I love as we have transitioned, maybe even matured to this point of going, okay, but now we are going to take them deeper. Like yeah. We take them deeper. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, it's gone from, uh, we expected the system and the fun to be the driver of the evangelism of the bringing new kids in. And what our shift has done has been equipping the students to be the driver of the evangelistic piece. Instead of the party being the thing that brings in, sure, you'd see huge numbers on one week, and like you said, gone the next week. What we've seen is the same amount of new students are coming or more each semester, but it's yeah. consistently every single week we're seeing a good number that's sustainable where they can find their place within the student ministry week after week after week. And it's the students leading the charge instead of the party leading the charge. And that's where relationships are built. And that's where seeing God do some really special things and students practicing being the church and making fishers of men. They're being disciples to their friends and it's special. You got it, man. So, you know, swerve used to be a thing that we were like, yeah, like there's some students in the church that serve a little bit and that's cool. And now it's this thing where we go, no, this is a, like, this is an instrumental part of what we do. Like, this is huge. Like, it, like, like we promote swerve at switch every Wednesday night because we want as many students as we can to be serving in the church. And it just wasn't something that used to be as big of a focus. And now it is, it is almost a priority, right? Like now yeah. it's like, no, we, we want to see you in this church, not attending church, but being the church. And it's been really cool to get to see that transition. For sure. So, hey, so I got a couple uh, questions here directly from Switch Leaders. One is, how do you interact with students who act like they don't want to be here? Yeah, no, that's, that's very, very valid. And um, there is 
many ways you can interact with them. But I think just being real uh, and just showing that you care. Uh, they may not want to be here. They may not want to be around large groups of people. Um, but when you can just say, hey, I care about you and just ask them questions about themselves uh, and just be around and let them know they're welcome, you're going to tear down the walls. And some kids are going to make you work, work, work for it. Like they want you to work for it, but they're just kind of testing you. Maybe they've been hurt by a lot of people in their past um, and have trouble trusting people. But that's what we sign up for. We sign up to even be in there for the ones that are the hardest to crack and God does something special. So just by saying yes, just by getting to know them uh, and being there consistently week after week. And so you might say, man, Gavin, that's not a super secret. That's just basic knowledge. I think that's part of the key to this is recognizing there's no secret sauce to winning with some of these students. It's consistency. It's, it's not this huge secret, but it's simple. It's not easy, but it works. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. Absolutely agree. And then the, the last question I've got is how do you inspire students to step into their leadership gifts? Do you inspire them to step into their leadership gifts? Yeah. I think anytime that I've in my own personal journey, um, anytime I've ever stepped into a a calling or an opportunity, someone's believed in me when I wasn't quite there yet. So it's, are you looking for students and creating a safe place to give them opportunities where they very well may fail, um, but you're going to be there and you're not going to let them fall, but you're not going to let them fall flat on their face. Uh, and you give them opportunity right. and believe in them even when they're not quite there yet. And they will rise and rise and rise to the occasion. And when they don't, you put them back on that horse and get them back to rising to the occasion again. Yep. I love that. I, I think that as switch leaders, sometimes we think like I tell every new leader in, in our ministry, I say, Hey, I need you to know you're a pastor. Like I, I can't pastor all these students. You're stepping into this to become a pastor to students. And, and I wanted to feel that way. And I, I tell, I think a lot of times that we feel like, Hey, I'm the pastor in this small group, right? Like I need to lead this small group. And we forget though, that we're like we're allowed that maybe maybe out of a small group maybe you got 10 kids or seven kids like you may have two kids that you look at them and you go man there's something special about this kid and if you see something special about that kid you take them aside and say hey man there's something special about yeah you. like oh, that's tell so them and say like there's something special about you i don't want you to just continue come on to being an attender of the small group i need you to help me lead it like yeah. i need i need you to be someone that knows like when, like I need you to help this conversation. I need you to be helping with conversation in our group me. I need you yeah. to be letting me know when you know something's going on in, a, in one of your friends' lives that I can be helping with. Like challenge them to lead, right? So like, how do you inspire them to lead? Well, you give them opportunities and you tell them you believe in them. Come and on. So I I think that we have lots of opportunities um, to do that as well. So hey, we'll we'll kind of wrap things up. But Gavin, I want to I want to give you an opportunity. Is there anything that you would like to share? Any final words with our switch leaders? Yeah, um, switch leaders, we love you. We exist for students. We don't exist without switch leaders. Uh, you're not a body. This is not a commitment. This is an investment into the kingdom of God. Every text message, every comment on Instagram, every TikTok video shared, every encouraging word, every talking to students when you're wondering, are they even listening? It matters. You're making more of a difference than you can ever realize. So don't quit. Don't give up. 
the impact you're making is real uh, and we may not see the fruit of it for seasons to come. I think Pastor Chris Beal has told us the only plant that produces its fruit in the same season is a weed. And we're not after weeds. We're after real fruit. So keep doing the good work. Absolutely. Keep doing what you're doing. Gavin, thanks so much for joining us today. Um, switch teams, switch family. I hope that uh, hope that we got to share some laughs. I hope you got to laugh at us and with us and hopefully learn some things and gain some wisdom from our mistakes and uh, maybe from some things that we had to share. Thank you so much for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Oh, 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 oh,